0: Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe Question Mark Podcast. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy, alongside me is... It's
1: Stitch. What's up, people? We back up
0: in this bitch. It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, uh, we got the actually NBA season tipped off, so yes. we're in, in full go.
0: Yes, I'm fucking excited as hell, yeah. man. Um, All season
1: seemed like it did fly by pretty quick. I think nice. that's because
0: of the Olympics, and we talk yeah. about the Olympics a whole lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it is definitely back. It's at Halloween time. You realize just how long 80, the 82 game season grind is going to be. Yeah, but here the fuck we are. Yes, we are. Opening night. I mean, let's just jump right the fuck in. Yeah. Opening night had uh, Cleveland going up against the Knicks.
1: Yeah, Cleveland against the Knicks. We had your uh, defending champions uh, putting the banner up. Yep. Uh, getting their rings. Uh, Noah joking. Noah
0: hating. <laughs> you can see that bullshit? Him shooting yeah. during uh, the, the ring ceremony, his I, shade. I,
1: I like, though, no, he cracks me up. He's funny, though. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, LeBron said, if you're not from Cleveland and everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, I mean, it's their moment. They deserve it. They won. So they get to have their, their moment in, in the sun. No doubt about it. Uh, I was more interested to see how the Knicks looked which uh, I mean, they seem to be the same Knicks. They have some stuff they need to work out. Whether it's team chemistry, and that I think will be a re- recurring theme yep. uh, in what we talk about with uh, some of the upcoming games. Um, but it seems like they have some chemistry issues that need to be worked out. And uh, I guess we'll probably see how they look against a non-championship team. Maybe oh yeah, that'll, that'll help it. I mean, there's
0: there's that low lying fruit in the Eastern Conference yes. that you should definitely try and. And win, you know, mm-hmm. win wholeheartedly against in terms of the Knicks. And that's what I want to see them play against and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can take any major lessons away from opening night, especially at home for Cleveland. Yeah. You know, uh, they've dominated the East. They are the team to beat uh, in the in, in the entire league, you know, cause, since they won the championship. But the Knicks are a big question mark, man. I mean, biggest market in the, in the fucking country, they got Derrick Rose... They got mellow, you know, and I'm kind of whelmed by both of them. (laughs) Um, And defensively, I don't know who they could stop. I don't know what system they're running. I don't know if they still, from time to time, do that bullshit with the triangle with Phil thinking it's the year 2000 again, you know, or
1: 98, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I pulled up the the stat line, and essentially no one from that, that New York lineup stood out, uh presinga shot pretty bad, 5 for 13. Uh, Melo did his, his normal leading the team in shots. Yeah, in volume 18. shooting. Volume shooting, exactly. Um, so it looks like they just need to get their stuff together. Noah didn't put up any points, but Noah's always been more of a defensive guy. He yeah, can't without, shoot for either. shit. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they uh, mesh and get everything together, if Rose can actually stay healthy. Yep. Um, which is always a big question mark. I don't think we'll ever see him back to his MVV, MVP form. He's not explosive enough. No. Um, but that's it. But it, he just needs to be a, an all-star. He doesn't need to be a, a MVP of the league. He just needs to be a, a legitimate all-star. Uh, can take a game over at times and uh, put up consistent points.
0: You know what I'd love to see with fucking Derrick Rose? Using that athleticism to create shots for other people. Consistently. Yeah. I'd like to see him be... The top in top threes, uh, top three for assists this year. Yeah. I would, or even top five with an excellent ratio of assists to turnover.
1: Yeah, it would be interesting to see um, what their coaching philosophy is in New York because uh, it's Jeff Hornacek, yep. I believe. Um, and I had heard stuff over the off about how they weren't going to go and do this whole triangle thing. I didn't get a chance to really hear the analysis on if, if that's what they were running, if it was true or not. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they uh, still go with Phil's uh, triangle sort of offense scheme plan. Or if they try to try to do something different, run and gun, uh, work some ISO type things. Well, or... Here's my thing. Phil isn't coaching the goddamn team. No, he's not. That's the other thing.
0: Phil Jackson could coach any team in the league with the exception of maybe San Antonio and Golden State. If he wanted to right now. If he said, Hey, I want to coach Dallas or Miami or any other team, they would be like, bye, see you later, <laughs> Eric Sposter, yeah. see you later. I mean anybody.
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Um, he's chosen not to. He's chosen to retire, and we kind of have to respect his wishes. But what you don't get to do is be the coach when you're not the coach.
1: And he had his chance. He had his own guy. He had Derek Fisher in there running his offense. That's his guy. Yep. His right-hand man, and that was a a big dumpster fire. Oh, yeah. In itself, so, I mean.
0: I I put some of that on fish. I put some of that on personnel. Yeah. Because, you know, Melo can kill an offense. I'm sorry. And I've I've never been impressed with him. I know he's won Olympic medals as I roll (laughs) my eyes, but until he shows me some type of veteran leadership where he's able to at least push a team like Cleveland... To game seven. I'm not saying you have to beat the Cavs. Because I think that's well beyond their capability. Right. Push them to a goddamn game seven.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they have so much stuff going on. Uh, on the court, off the court. Yep. Um, behind the scenes. That uh, I, And we've seen the best we can see out of Melo. Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's downhill from yeah. from probably two years ago. So it's, it's not... I don't know what people are really expecting. I mean, neither of us are, are Nick fans. So it would be interesting to get a... To hear what uh, Nick Nation is, is what drum they're beating in terms of their hype and, and what they think is actually going to happen. They're
0: probably harder
1: on Melo than we are. Huh. I, I mean, I think we're pretty unbiased and
0: fair given the fact that it was 10th, 11th year in the league, whatever the hell it is. I mean, I'm not saying he's a scrub, but I'm not saying he's a, the face of the league, you know, and- in the... Former Kobe, former Tim Duncan era. I mean, I think it's far from his face in the league being, you know, marquee.
1: And just to sort of follow up on that, it's like where the, the Knicks wanted Melo so bad. <laughs> they sure did. The, the fan base <laughs> wanted Melo so bad. Was well, a
0: Syracuse product? I mean, yeah, I get it. I get that, it.
1: That was it. Was sort of like their. LeBron yep. In, in many, many ways. Um, you know, he's from Baltimore and everything. He still played ball at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just they he, he was supposed to be there. Ever since he was in Denver, the, the buzz was like, all right, we need to get mellow in New York, mellow in New yep. York. So don't give me this we want to return the sender kind of stuff. This is what you got. This is what you asked you for. You knew what he was. So you got to deal with it. And you can't be mad at anybody but yourself. Yep. And, I mean, if they want to blame, always oh, his game is this. Like, his game hasn't changed. It's, yeah, it hasn't changed at all. This is what his, he's been about since he came in the league, yeah. so.
0: He, he wasn't going to lead the league in assists or blocks yeah. or, you know. Right. Clutch points or anything, so, yeah. I think that's enough on the goddamn Knicks, though. I mean, yeah. the Cavs destroyed them on opening night. Yeah. That, that, that's the thing. And that's no surprise. A um, lot of emotion. Cavs are, to me, going to be the best team in the East no matter what, until Le- LeBron or Kyrie or both are injured yeah. or aren't playing. Yeah.
1: There, there needs to be some sort of injury to stop them. Yep. And I don't see that happen. I mean, injuries are unpredictable, but... Yeah, that's the only thing on that,
0: and it would have to be those two players. Any other role players? Mm. I'm still picking the Cavs in the East. Yeah. Um, the other big game opening night was Golden State so we gonna, versus uh, the Spurs.
1: Overreaction theater. Guys. Yeah, and people were going all over on PTI and all these names. I mean, even I listen to a uh, sports talk radio going to work in the mm-hmm. morning, and uh, I mean, a lot of some people were level-headed about it. I mean, look, Miami lost their first game. They lost. Uh, they started out pretty average.
0: Say, yeah, I want to say they were somewhere at when they first started with the Big 3 in Miami, I think there was a time when they were playing 500 ball yeah. or slightly below 500 ball w- within that first month of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh I mean, obviously everyone wanted to see game 1, yeah, Jay and Beyonce <laughs> courtside. Everyone was excited to see it and they uh got the doors beaten off of them by the Spurs team that I mean, the same same Spurs. They just beat you at defense, uh, disciplined play, good coaching, fundamental basketball. Excellent coaching. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this energy, the pieces get older, but I mean, the product still stays the same.
0: Here, Here's my thing hats off to Pop. Um, Pop has been a coach in this league for 20 years with the same goddamn team. He finds scrubs from all over the world <laughs> and has them play at NBA all star levels. Yeah. Um, He found, I I literally can't remember the names of the people who were dunking and blocking Steph Curry's shots and just doing whatever the hell they fucking wanted. Um, Now, for those of you who are new to the league, the Spurs have historically, with Popovich uh, running the show, stomped on the Warriors consistently. Yeah. They had like a 20-plus game home winning streak against the Warriors over the course of two decades. Yeah. So... Remember that and t- keep that in mind. Yeah, um, this was also a team that was chasing the Warriors' historical regular season record
1: all of last season up until the last I don't know eight games yeah. or so. I think we we mentioned it on a previous casts. Uh, a big reason why they got the seventy three wins is because uh, the Spurs were right behind them. Yep, for most of the year they were between. Three to four games behind them. At one point, I think it went down to two. Yeah, and they still had uh, a lot of head-to-head matchups yep. between the two of them. So it was always pushing the Warriors where they couldn't make a mistake. Um, but, yeah, Warriors, uh, got beat. they they got beat. Um, chemistry issues, get everything uh, flowing together. I mean, they, they had that one real good preseason game against the Clippers mm-hmm. where they, they beat them down real, real bad. Um, but Clay was off um, that night, but... That won't happen every night. Um, no, they'll figure out how to get the swing the ball over, make the extra pass when they need to, and uh, just get all the what they all the pieces going and flowing together. Um, question for you, being the Warrior fan, do you think that some of the pieces that are gone, like Bogut being gone and Festus, or do you think that's going to have a uh, affect uh, some of their their depth and how they handle uh, their offense when the normal starting five is out? It's a great question. Uh, uh,
0: Festus ain't shit. I mean, I, I just want to really put that out there. He's a big, seven-foot, clumsy motherfucker <laughs> who's big man lazy on defense oh, with the exception man. of every now and again he can get a block. But if you're seven feet and have that wingspan, you should be getting more blocks and more rebounds. Uh, he is a complete scrub and a piece of shit, and I'm glad he's gone. Bogut, on the other hand, was a <laughs> unathletic, Dirty tricks having <laughs> superstar defensively they would do all the little things that right. you didn't see in the stat sheet, but would keep the team afloat defensively, um, and gave, basically, green the freedom to do a little bit more roaming. Yeah. So we are going to miss Bogut incredibly. Mm-hmm. Um, Zaza, I'm not sold on yet, uh-huh. but it's way too early to tell. Right. I think he has a lot to learn. He has young legs, and, and Bogut had old-ass yes. knees and legs. Yes. But... I don't think he's a one-to-one, you know, ratio with with him and Bogut. I mean, he's got a long way to go. However, what I saw in that game was Durant doing incredible help side defense. Yeah. Coming through with blocks because he's the equivalent size and lengthwise of a power forward or a center in the league. Yeah. And that's what we need him to do. I don't know if we can depend on that night in, night out. So
1: yeah, we'll we'll see how it, how it shapes up with the uh, opponents. Um, what are your thoughts on? And I, I heard this on the radio. Uh, people were talking about it, but Draymond is his act getting a little tiresome with you, or is it fine because they're still winning? Fine
0: because they're still winning. Okay. Um, he. It's funny if he was on the Kings, he would be Boogie Cousins. Yeah. And. Uh, I think he's, it's going to take another three to four years, which seems like a long time for him to truly mature into this veteran player. He plays with high emotion. He plays dumb sometimes. Um, But, and he let LeBron in the finals do mind games on him. And that's in a lot of ways what cost him at least the opportunity to win game five and close that series out.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. Uh, but draymond's got to show me something you know he's got to show me a little bit more maturity um, and he doesn't I, I would love to see him not lead uh, not be in the top three or four in technicals because um, a problem because it seems like the refs have the mentality already of I don't want draymond to get out of control yeah. I'm gonna do a quick t for him he
1: has and at the same but at the same time he has no one to blame for Oh, that's him. Except himself. Yeah, that's him. Some of his plays are questionable to blatantly dirty. Definitely. And uh, I mean, we also had last year where he kicks to the groin, leg flying up, and everything. I don't mind the yelling after you dunk, kind of thing. That, that that doesn't bother me. But um, his his sort of comments afterwards, he's like, Oh, well, I'm not changing anything. I'm I'm whatever." Well. When you're at the end of, the, end of the season, <laughs> when uh, people are reminding you, you got one more technical for you, you have to sit, it's going to be a problem. And uh, I mean, it, you would think someone like that would have learned the lesson after last year, having to sit out a finals game. Yep. Uh, but yeah, game one, get, grab one up. On, on He's on track for 82 Texas here. If he keeps going at this pace. But uh, I think he needs to mature. Unfortunately... I don't see any sign no. of it happening. I don't. E- I, look, I, I, I love the guy.
0: Any team would want him in terms of what he brings to the table. He's someone who could get you triple-double-like numbers, night in, night out, and be the spark plug to energize all your players to do better.
1: Right.
0: However, you're right on the maturity stuff. The stuff with Adams, I cannot defend at all uh, from last year on the Thunder. Yeah. That was ugly. That was stupid. That was cheap and super dirty. I didn't like a single bit of it. The stuff with LeBron, LeBron did the Jedi mind tricks on him. You know, Mm. I mean, he, I didn't feel that that was anywhere close to the same level, but the precedent had already been set up and Draymond didn't play smart. Yeah. We have to see what he's going to bring to the table this year. And he's also not going to get as many, you know, reward. uh, passes to him in the open so he can, you know, shoot a three or whatever the right. hell, you know, stuff like, oh, we're going to reward you for that block or great defensive play or, you know, here, take this and uh, do whatever the hell you want with yeah, it. No. He's not getting that no, on this team done. as much. So, yeah. And, and the other thing is, I'm going to say this, Kerr has to step up too.
1: That's. I'm, I'm gonna if we're going to be real. I'm going to have a, a nice little eye on Kerr to see how he handles this situation. I mean, Kerr comes off as a real player-friendly kind of guy, coach. Um, he comes off that way. He does. You know, I've seen him bark on the sidelines, break clipboards with his hand and everything. Um, it'll be interesting for him to pull a coach move of, of sitting Draymond Um, Oh, to send a message? Yeah, to send a message. That would be interesting, and it would be very interesting to see how things shape after that point. That's a good point. Because it's all fun and games. It seems like it's been all fun and games for the Warriors. I mean, it ended on a sour note and everything, but there was no... You didn't really see how they responded after the fun and games were pretty much over on the last game of the season.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to put half that on Kerr. And, I, and I'm with you on that. And maybe there does need to be a benching at some point. The other half is on Steph. This is his squad, his team. I know he's not a vocal get-in-your-face, you know, listen-to-me, Kobe Jordan type of leader. Right. But it's his squad. And whether overtly, you know, in, in, in practice, or subtly in games, one way or another, he's got to get... Basically, the the Warriors equivalent of Dennis Rodman to get his head in the game.
1: That's that's really interesting, and uh, it's a, it's a good valid point. And especially with someone, I'm trying to think of like other examples of like real sort of short point guard leaders. And AI. I do think of Iverson was the first one that came to my mind. However, Iverson had some street sort of cred to it. Oh yes, he did. That, he was all street. Yeah. That, <laughs> That, that uh, Curry doesn't have. <laughs> so, you put it so nicely. So it's interesting, and even like someone like Damian Lillard. I mean, he's oh, yeah. he'll get in your face. He'll bark at your at you personally. Uh, Chris Paul will too. Chris Paul is another one. He's got. They have that hard edge to him. And not to say that Curry is soft, but in terms of how how they play and their personalities, Curry doesn't have that part of. At least he hasn't shown it.
0: Yeah, and it's. I've seen flashes of it when he wants to show out against whoever's guarding him. Right,
1: against other players.
0: I haven't seen it for his own teammates in-game. I'm not in practice. I don't see what happens behind the scenes. There may be some of that, but I've yet to see a game in his career at Golden State where he's been like, hey... You need to calm the fuck down, give me the ball, rebound, stick with the fundamentals, get your head in the game. I don't see that.
1: Yeah, That'll be interesting to keep my eye on it. Especially, uh, I mean, they got a two-game lose streak now. They do. (laughs) They do. So uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how Curry pulls his team up, if they need to be pulled up, and uh, stuff's going wrong on the court. It'll be interesting to see how uh, he goes about trying to correct uh, actions and correct players.
0: And... Durant is watching all of this as well. Yeah. He's very new to the system. He's not going to completely rock the boat right off the bat. But he didn't come here to play around.
1: No. He came
0: here for one reason and one reason only. And
1: it'll be interesting. Yeah. Especially, um, it'll be really interesting to see how Durant takes charge. Or if he does take charge of the situation. I mean, Durant, even though he hasn't won a title... He knows how to win games. He oh, knows how yeah. to lead a team. He has led a team um, when stuff is going good and stu- when stuff's going bad. Um, and he's known how to talk to superstars. He's, you have Russell Westbrook, uh, who arguably last year had, had some sort of ball hog type moments. And Throughout became, his career. Yeah, yeah, it became a rift. And you could see him sort of not scolding him, but saying, hey, whatever, focus on this. Get, get your head in the game. So Durant has it in him We've seen it I've seen Durant Take on oh, yeah. the court Leadership role To get his soldiers And troops in line mm-hmm. It'll be interesting To see Curry If he can do the same Or if he needs to If the situation Calls for it
0: Yeah who's alpha Yeah Cause You know we'll, We will see We'll see Yeah cause,
1: Just this. cause you're the best player On the team Doesn't mean you're the alpha
0: That Ooh yeah. man that might, that might have to be A tagline <laughs> <laughs> Title <laughs> of the show <laughs> um yeah, the other one that was interesting to me in terms of uh, first few games of the season, uh OKC played Okay, uh, and uh, you might want to pull it up. Pull but it up. I, I know they won. They and, won
1: that game. Was was that closer than expected? It the was. It,
0: it, it was. Uh, it was a little close. I don't know what the final. He's pulling right. up the final score. They won
1: by six. It was one hundred three ninety seven.
0: All right. And who were they playing against? Uh, they were playing Philly.
1: That's right, the Philly. But um, Philly was hanging with them. Uh, just looking at the numbers, it pretty much looks like Oklahoma City pulled away in the fourth quarter. Okay, but um, at halftime, uh, it looks like they were. Tied, okay. And uh, Joel Embiid had a really good game. That's uh, good. He had twenty points. As, I guess his first professional game. He's been out of college for about two years, two maybe three years. With the injury, yeah. With the injuries, um, so uh, is the Westbrook show. Uh, finished with thirty two. Uh, people are calling for him to sort of be the MVP this year. Uh, finished with 32, 12, and nine. So almost a triple double. Um, we were no. We know Westbrook's going to put up these points. Yes. Are uh, they going to put up W's with these stat lines? It's
0: a good. It's a good question. I believe that this squad is better night in and night out than basically every team in the Eastern Conference. You know, so you have those already, and a good half, if not two thirds, of the Western Conference teams, even without Durant, just with a, a hungry Russell Westbrook. So they're going to be a good team. I think this is a Fifth or sixth seed team in the West, you know, in terms yeah. of my prediction, I can easily see that maybe even a fourth seed.
1: I, I would throw about five or six because, I mean, when Westbrook shot's not going down, oh, that's, yeah, it gets tough. A problem. It He, gets I, tough. he becomes a, an anchor and he just sort of brings everyone down with him. He, um, he can get people involved. I mean, he, can get he, assists. Gets, he gets triple doubles. Obviously, you get your 10 assists, but he does shoot a lot and. He's one of those people, uh, he'll try to shoot his way out of it. Some nights uh, they just won't fall, and you, you, it could hurt your, your, your end product on the court. Now, over the course of the season, he's going to have more on games and off games. Oh, certainly. Um, but when playoff time comes around, that's that's where it might be an issue. And they don't really have a, at least, I, I didn't get a chance to fully watch that game to, to see what their, their plan B is besides have Westbrook shoot, West, Westbrook drive, Westbrook get to the line. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how other people like Adams gets involved and how they run their offense.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think though, if you defensively focus, you know, on literally doubling him, mm-hmm. you know, and forcing other people to make shots, I don't see what they have. But I could be—I mean, who yeah. knows? There, there could be some people who step up. I was impressed by that first game. Uh, it's only one out of 82, yeah. But um, you got a fire lit under him, like we knew he would see and potential MVP candidate. The other one for MVB candidate, uh, obviously, is down in New Orleans. Uh, didn't Davis oh, have uh, 50 points? Yeah, and...
1: I think that was last night. I think we were recording the other cast. Yeah, he had wilt-like numbers. Yeah, 50 and, and, and double-digit boards yeah. and, like, five blocks. and. But I think the loss, too. Oh, yeah. Well, the Pelicans are, are going to lose. Um, but this is where everyone gets hyped about Anthony Davis. He's young He's he still young. He's long. He's long. He's big. He's really talented. It's just injuries. That seems to be the thing with him. I mean, he'll put up these monster stat lines and get you double, like, he can get 20, 20 plus boards a night if, yeah. if the situation happens. But, uh, I mean, he. it's always some sort of nagging type injury that sort of catches him on a freak incident. Like, yep. oh, his dunking comes down off the rim wrong and oh, he's out because his toes hurt for two, three weeks. Yep. So. It sort of seems to be what happened uh, with New Orleans. Uh, they they he's gonna be there for a while. They signed to that monster contract last year. Oh. Uh, I can't think of the name of the coach off the top of my head, but he was the old Warriors uh oh, Gentry. Gentry, yeah. He was he was the old Warriors coach. So he's he's got a key player. They just need to build around it and get the people around him just to, to stay and buy into to Anthony Davis. But it, it was a monster monster game from the the best big man in the league. Mm, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I can't really argue with that at this time. Yeah. I can't. Um, so we will see what happens uh, with him. I, I love watching his stats and highlights. Yeah. I'll give you that.
1: I don't know about watching the Pelicans ever, but yeah. that's, that is what it is. Yeah.
0: I'm going to tip my hat as well to the uh, Lake Show. They did yeah, get
1: a W. They beat the uh, the Rockets. I didn't get a chance to, I, to see those stats either or the, uh, the highlights. Uh, I got it sort of saved, uh, bookmarked for me to see how how they played. But yeah. Uh, so the young Lakers uh, played good against the uh, the James Harden ball hog machine. That I can't stand. Um, but yeah, one and all.
0: So this is uh, this is the Rockets without um, uh, the Dwight. big failure, Dwight. Yes. and um, you know it's all really hard. I mean, I don't know exactly who uh, Houston has left in terms of serious talent.
1: Well, uh, the Rockets have D'Antonio or D'Antoni. Yeah. D'Antoni so that that. Offense, which I was never a fan of, yep. uh, even when it was doing well in Phoenix. Yeah, I, years ago. Yeah, it's still because you had like, the Hall of Famer Nash yeah, running it. Exactly, <laughs> and Nash. He had a young Stoudemire. Yeah, um, but and he just refuses to change his philosophy. Of course not. Just, Found he, something that worked. Yeah, same thing when he was with the Lakers. Same thing when he was with the Knicks. Run. We we're gonna shoot the ball. with Still, fifteen seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah. Defense is uh, selectable and everything. But uh, <laughs> they played really good. Jordan Clarkson came out and had a, a real good game. Um, it, it was a really nice uh, team effort. Uh, Randall came; uh, shot 9 for 11 from the field, 18 points.
0: A solid game. Uh,
1: Russell played r- real well, for, uh, 7 for 16. Uh, so it was a, a nice all-around game. Everyone contributed. Um, so hats off to uh, Walton for getting, getting his young boys... Uh, to buy into to what he's he's preaching. So. That, is,
0: that is impressive. I mean, Walton, um, good for him and good for the team. I still think it's going to be a very long season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I but
1: don't, I don't expect a winning season. Yeah, out of them, but I, I want to see improvement.
0: Yeah, uh, especially for the the young players. I mean, I, I think last year was a, a wash. They were really just watching Kobe's final yeah. season. See Kobe uh, for farewell tour. Um, sure. but uh, we, we'll I'll, I'll keep my eyes on them. Uh, And the other thing that really impressed me that just ended a little while ago uh, tonight was um, Chicago with Dwayne Wade, the Southside kid, Mm -hmm. back from Miami. Um, Fun fact, he was never the highest player in Miami for all Um, of those seasons.
1: He took a pay cut to get them all there, and Miami balked when it came time to uh, hook him up with a Kobe-ish type deal.
0: Even before LeBron showed up in Miami and South Beach... He took a cut when Shaq came on board. And after Shaq left, those years after Shaq was done and before LeBron was there, he still wasn't the highest paid heat. What the fuck was going on in Miami? He was Mr. Miami. He is cutting those hometown
1: discounts and everything. This is a lesson that uh, if we got any future athletes listening out there. uh, Hometown discounts sound great and stuff on paper. And, uh, yeah, the team will get me back, and, and uh, we'll just chalk this up as an IOU. No, no, no. Don't trust them. There's no such thing as IOUs coming from, from franchises. Nope. It's, it's a business. I mean, it happened with Kobe. It happened with, like, a Derek Jeter. But those are few and very, very far between. Yeah, and
0: Kobe got a lot of hate for fin- signing that, you know, that oh, final yeah. big contract. Yeah. Um. But, you know, he deserved much more than that, you know, annually uh, for what he did for that franchise. Um, My biggest example goes back to the late 90s with Krause uh, in in Chicago for the Bulls with Jordan and how that cheap fucking bastard didn't want to... Jordan basically... And I, I may have said this over and over again, but the biggest lesson, especially for you young kids... Jordan said to the owner of the Chicago Bulls, "Hey, I've just won my sixth championship, or I'm, I'm on my way to winning my sixth championship. We knew they were gonna, yeah. they were gonna do it. Um, all I need you to do is keep Phil yeah. and Scotty. Tell me you're gonna do right by them. You know, I understand the business side of it. You know, you gotta get rid of other foes. Maybe Robin got, has to go. Mm-hmm. Whatever, we'll rebuild." And I'll stay and win more championships for Chicago. And he said, nah, fam. I'm he's still, good.
1: He's still running a the show there, right? Yeah, Krauss, yeah. I believe yeah, yeah. so. I have seen his face on TV in a good... Holy, yeah, because oh, yeah. he was
0: very uh, very much a... Not a Jerry Jones, but he was out in the open oh, a course, whole yeah. lot more. Owners, are,
1: owners love to take all the credit when things are going their way. They're the, the biggest genius. and You even saw it last year with the Warriors owners. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, taking credit for... Uh, uh, we drafted stuff and blah blah blah. I, you could, I wouldn't have been able to pick that dude's face out of a lineup. Yeah. if you had told me who the owner of the Warriors is, but the teams start winning and uh, they become the hot, sexy team, and everyone loves them. They, their egos just have the need to have a camera in their face and praise me with all the credit. This is my my baby. I built this. Yes,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, going back to Wade. Uh he just hit a, a big three, contested three at the end, uh, to beat Boston mm-hmm. uh and then got a defensive block and uh at the very final last ten or twenty seconds. I was very impressed by him. I mean he's he's old, his knees are, you know, probably in their late sixties, yeah. but
1: against you know. a good young uh Boston team.
0: Yeah. Well Boston's supposed to be a competitor. Yes. You yes. know? I mean there there's no reason why they can't Compete for a top five seed in in the East yeah. You know, maybe even top three seed in the East mm-hmm. Who knows But uh, uh, They didn't they didn't get it done in Chicago And I'm not saying I believe in Chicago yet But they are going to play with some heart yeah. Night in and night out
1: it would also be interesting to see how they handle uh, Wade's minutes and oh, his very true situation In terms of uh, They're going to rest him on back-to-backs uh, How they're going to ma- manage and handle his minutes um, And I cannot Think of who the head coach is in Chicago right now. I just it, saw used, him, it I... used to be Thibodeau, who was notorious for just running people into the ground, but they booted him like two years ago. Yep. So I can't think of who the coach is now, but uh, hopefully they're in tune with uh, Wade's body um, and he stays healthy because it'll make things real, real interesting in a in an empty, barren wasteland of the NBA
0: East. Yeah, basically. Um, and then I'm, I'm impressed. I want to see what happens with uh, Portland as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, yeah, Portland. I, I'm really interested to see if they keep uh, taking steps forward. I thought they were going to take a major step back um, with Lamarcus uh, leaving town, but they, especially during the playoffs. Yeah, uh, playoffs. They they, <laughs> they got their, their stuff together. They they focused in and they they were on point. So uh, good for good for Portland, able to recover from uh, superstar leaving that year. Yeah. Uh, and, and being able to, to compete and, and push teams uh, real hard in the playoffs.
0: You know, it's funny, I always think of Portland as kind of being a, a small market, you know, and whatnot. But back in the day, uh, the Pacific Northwest had three fucking teams. And in the absence of that, obviously, what it, for y- you youngsters, yeah, it was you're, Vancouver, you're, you're, yeah. the Vancouver Grizzlies, who are now in Memphis, uh, and the Seattle Supersonics, who went to OKC and became the Thunder, um, are all playing in the Pacific Northwest. Along with Portland, those two teams obviously left and bolted and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Portland is is it for all of Seattle, all of Vancouver, all of you know, mm. kind of that three or four state area. And so I uh, I'm interested to see if Portland can just kind of shine, you know, yeah. for themselves. Uh, they have some young talent. I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see.
1: Yeah. And also. Uh, I mean, the Clippers will be interested to see how they play. Soft. Uh, yeah. I, Soft. I, I think there's going to be a lot of heat on them because uh, they they seem to sort of just be stuck in in neutral. I mean, they they get to the playoffs, same thing happens every year. Uh, they got stars on their their on their team on the roster, but just some sort of fuckery keeps happening with that. Don't they seem like the Cowboys? Yeah, you could yeah you could say that. I mean. Somebody sometimes don't make the playoffs. I get that. Yeah, it, but it, hyped. The thing is with the Clippers is because they've been such dog, dog shit for so so long. Yep. Um, they finally decided to get some people together. Uh, they got, they got uh, Doc Rivers out there coaching it. Um, but they you just hear excuses just being made over and over and over again mm-hmm. why they can't get to the finals, why they can't win anything. I mean, you got. Blake Griffin punching people in the face. Uh, Chris Paul's got injuries that that seem to keep popping up at the worst times.
0: Well, I mean, it's one thing to talk about the finals for them. I'm looking at them like, y'all can't make it to the Western Conference Finals? finals, You know know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they can't even get on the doorstep to the big show. So,
0: you know, I I don't know.
1: Jordan, I mean, they they have talent on, on that team. Yeah. Big market. I
0: mean, and they should be relishing in the fact that Southern California... In the void of you know yeah, the they, Lakers they're... not being shit, this should be your region. Yeah, you know they're
1: gonna grab it, grab it while they can.
0: Yeah. Um, and speaking of California teams, the <laughs> only one remaining, and the only positive thing I can say about them is they got a new arena in yeah. Sacramento. It's
1: Sacramento new arena. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go check out a game one
0: day. The, the The arena does look legit. Like. Okay. Sacramento, for those of you who don't know, the Bay Area is about an hour and a half drive from Sacramento. Um, it's hotter and colder than the Bay Area, but it's small townish to a certain extent. Right. Um, but they have some passionate fans when the Kings are good. They're yeah. fair weather. Yeah, Got a new arena downtown. It looks like the envy of the league in terms okay. of technology and uh, basically a big jumbo 4K Tron or whatever mm-hmm. in the middle that makes even the Dallas Cowboys stadium kind of look nice. second class so i want to see that
1: yeah i've uh i've been to the pelicans arena which is and I'm trying to sort of think off the top of my head what stadiums have, I guess, the newer arenas. Yeah, for basketball, it's kind of hard. Yeah, to, it's really hard. To, I mean, with baseball and football, it, it sort of becomes a massive event when a new stadium or a ballpark opens.
0: I mean, Staples Center. Staples Center. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's about, what, 12, 15 years? We could look it up. Yeah, but, we'd
1: have to sort of look it up. Um, but it feels newer. Yeah, um, but the Pelicans Arena is really cool um, in terms of... It's hard to explain. I don't know if uh, if you've ever been a, like some of our fans may may have never been to an actual NBA basketball game. Mm-hmm. But um, and even with you being a Warriors fan, it's different because the the uh, Oracle or Oracle is old as dirt. Yes. Um, but it, when you go to a new arena, it's, it's really cool. You have such good sight lines. It's mm-hmm. like. You're not to say you're right on the court, but it's not like you're far away from it either. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of light. It's everything's shiny, new. Uh, the crowds uh, going, getting pumped up, and especially with the sound and the atmosphere, it's just a really cool, awesome spot to be. It's a it's a really cool venue. Um, I guess we'll have to discuss maybe on how much home court advantage plays into certain things because I mean, you got a good team, you're going to win. Uh, yeah, right? absolutely. I, in terms of like oh, this crowd is crazy kind of thing. Yeah, crowd, loud crowd, loud crowd. You get the decibel meter out, sound, sound, and everything. I, I'm curious to, I, I guess we'll talk about it later, how much home court or home arena advantage plays into it. Because I remember back in the day, Orlando, you, everyone used to talk about when Orlando had Penny and Shaq. Oh, this is the hardest place to play at. Yep. In the entire league. even the Kings Arena, this is the hardest place to play with the Cowbells and everything. Well, but those teams are also good.
0: The teams were good. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, with football, you can count the number of, like, false starts. Yes. You know, um, I, I think that's, at least for me, from a, from a fan standpoint when I'm watching it on my couch, when I see that it it kind of, you get the sense that it's loud because you can barely hear the announcers yeah. sometimes and you're seeing false start after false start, Yeah. that kind of shows up in the stat line as perhaps, like, maybe the crowd noise affecting yeah. the the play. Yeah. You don't per se see it for basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you see a turnover or but it's hard to attribute
1: yeah. that to noise. Yeah. Turnovers, uh free throw shooting yeah. percentage, but it maybe. varies all. I mean the guy just could suck at shooting free throws yeah, or could have choked. They, yeah, so maybe it, maybe not. Yeah. So but it, uh, know, but not. I was
0: going to also say though for when it comes to um the NBA, I mean, one of the things that I hate when Arco was rocking for Sacramento back in the uh, Chris Webber uh, white chocolate days, mm-hmm. I, I believe the NBA outlawed the fucking cowbell. Okay. I don't I, think they have the fucking cowbells anymore. They used to, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think... No, I don't think they had it. I thing. think they put the fucking kibosh on that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure artificial noisemakers, you can't really so,
0: have. So, I, I don't know. To me, that's like bullshitty, you yeah, know? Yeah. Either noise and home court advantage is fun and something you want to encourage as a league or whatever, or you don't, you know. I could see laser pointers being outlawed. Yes, that completely inhibits stuff. But just because you're making a whole lot of noise with a fucking cowbell, I I think that was fun. That was a very fun part of, you know. There was nothing else.
1: As long as yeah, no laser pointers, not blowing whistles. Or, yeah, none of that. Or uh, got air horns, kind of thing. None that would affect the actual uh, playing or, of the game. Yeah, because
0: yeah, you could confuse that for an actual referee doing a call, and I get that. Yeah, exactly. But a
1: cowbell, you—that's
0: nothing like any. That's basically like someone yeah. Hanging, yeah. banging a drum or some yeah. bullshit. Um, so, so
1: did they tear down Arco? Or is that's that, a
0: really good question. So Arco is about, uh five To 10 miles off of downtown, okay. Uh, in the Natomas area, which nobody's gonna fucking okay. know where the fuck I'm talking <laughs> about, but I, right. I'm familiar with Sacramento. It might still be up. It was an old arena, okay, a super old arena. But this one, I'm like I said, I'm, go, I'm going to go up to Sacramento getting Kings game Sounds just like to a good see trip
1: it. We, uh, we can make take out uh, of the podcast on the road for Hell a like yeah. bomb ass trip.
0: Hell, the fuck, yeah. Um, what else we got on this list as we mm-hmm. try to successfully segue? Oh, I got uh, something. Oh, we
1: got to talk about uh, D-Rose. Yeah, The, the big D-Rose D. thing. Uh, we got pushed back, because uh, we want to talk about it last week, because it was fresh fresh. But we want to make sure we don't forget about it.
0: So, we told y'all dumbasses. <laughs> we said, this shit probably ain't too goddamn motherfucking credible. Did we not? Yeah. We said she probably wasn't credible, because it just didn't... The story didn't seem to have legs. Yeah. If it was a superstar former MVP being accused of something as heinous and terrible as rape, you would think it'd be headline news. And he's playing in New York now. Yes. But it didn't have
1: legs. It wasn't. And also, for those that don't fully know, it was a a civil trial. Yep. There is no criminal. There was no criminal charges of any sort. This is just a civil uh, aspect. And for those that don't know the legal uh, jargon of it, criminal civil, it's like with the O.J. Simpson case. O.J. was found... Uh, Completely innocent of murder But he had to pay up In the civil uh, Aspect of it Where it's The burden of 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 proof Is more likely than not Yes Rather than um, Innocent beyond a reasonable doubt Yep Those those are the two differences So uh, They just didn't believe This chick was 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 credible Pretty much At all At all It wasn't like there was one person Holding it up Or or keeping the, the whole thing The majority of them Were like Nah we don't we don't buy what this chick's selling,
0: yep. she and her identity is protected, so I'm gonna call her Jane Thought um, <laughs> she uh, it wasn't just her uh, or I'm sorry, it wasn't just Derek Rose that got found not guilty or it's whatever. True. It was his entire crew. Yeah, and there was, I think, on both sides I've admitted sexual intercourse or whatever. Yeah. Uh, one way or another. You know, whether you believe it was consensual or not, or whether alcohol was, I'm not going to get into those details. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, all of them, D. Rose and his boys, got found not guilty. Yeah. On the civil stuff.
1: They not, don't have... And do not have to pay a dime. Nope. Don't have to pay a dime. She uh, tried to... The those die? And she crapped out? Yeah, I- and here's
0: I'm going to I'm going to be careful, but I'm still going to say this, you know. Everybody kind of wants to be famous and wants to be a celebrity, and we all kind of idolize and you know a, a NBA player and whatnot. There is a downside to celebrity, and there are people who will try to lie on celebrities' target and try to uh, have trumped up charges. Oh, of course, and. And I just want—I don't know whether that was the case in this circumstance or not, but it does fucking happen.
1: Yeah, and let it serve as a lesson. I mean, unfortunately, this does happen. I want to say frequently, but it happens. And Ezekiel we, Elliott. Yeah, we, we've seen it happen uh, several times over the past several years with different athletes, all different sports. Uh, I mean, they pretty much put in that whole rookie. Um, and I forget the actual word. It starts like synopsis or whatever the hell fuck it's called. Um, where they sit down all the rookies coming in the league. Oh yeah, orientation. The, yeah, orientation for for a different word. But they sit them down in front of like a, a auditorium. Have former players, financial advisors come talk to them about hey, uh, this is different now. You guys are coming straight out of, out of college. Some of you guys graduated college. Some of you guys are just there for. Essentially, a semester exactly, or whatever, just a semester, just to do whatever you needed to do, and then uh, get to the league. So this is the real world now. We have real world consequences. Yep, you got money, you got legal issues, uh, drugs, and you got people that will take advantage. Your family, your friends, and they they sit people down all the time and, and talk with them about it and try to educate people coming into the league about this. So it, it's not a sad story over and over again about how this athlete came in, got this check, and then. Three years after he's done and out of the league, he's living under the freeway. Yeah. So uh, let it be a lesson to uh, any athlete out there, whether uh, you're in the league now or have potential or have children one day that uh, have have, uh, dreams of being an athlete. Lead them on the right path to make good decisions and know that uh, money will put a target on your back from friends and enemies.
0: Yep. And... Don't trust these thoughts. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. I mean, um, I think we also, I mean, if we're going to touch on both sports and social and cultural issues, we got to talk about this bullshit with Josh Brown.
1: Oh, yes. The, the New York
0: Giants kicker. kicker. Let me tell you, I'm just um, going to say it. I'm going to say it flat out. Y'all ain't shit anymore. <laughs> we know damn well. All of the attention, all of mm-hmm. the rhetoric that was spewed, when it came, rightly so, when it came to Ray Rice and the ele- terrible thing that he did in the elevator um, to his then fiance or girlfriend and now current wife, um, it was egregious. And the NFL said, never again, zero tolerance. They set up a unique task force yeah. for investigating and sending out mandatory sentences for all forms of domestic violence. Yes. Even when it's still under investigation and there are just allegations. Yeah. There yes. was supposed to be a zero tolerance and a swift here's our here's our judgment. You get Min- on,
1: yeah, you get put on the uh, I think it's the commissioner's exempt list. Yes. Which pretty much I you still get paid for my understanding, but it just puts you on hold <laughs> while well, they while well, they figure out what exactly is gonna go on with Potential discipline while they investigate the matter. It doesn't take up a roster spot. It doesn't affect your money because, I mean, anyone can make accusations against anyone. True. Just so, like we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, and that would cause problems with uh, their labor agreement in terms of just suspending people just on free Willy-nilly. Yeah. Um, so they set up this commissioner's exempt list. He was not placed on it. Uh, At any time, this was uh, brought to the attention before the season began, if I remember correctly. Uh, This was
0: actually over two years ago. Okay. Josh Brown has had a history of violence against his wife. Not once, not twice. A long rap sheet Mm -hmm. of egregious... uh, Basically, he's a wife beater. Yeah. I don't think it's one of those things where you can say, oh, maybe, maybe... He's a wife beater. He has admitted being a wife beater. Um, and the most he got was a new contract with the New York Football Giants and a one game slap on the wrist yes. from the NFL, who did a shit ass job of quasi investigating it. And now, because it's widely known and public pressure is on, he'll be waived and blah, blah, yeah, blah.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they did cut him. And everything, I believe it was maybe like two days ago, he was officially like let go. Um, so he's done, he's toast. Um, actually, it was last week because he wasn't at that game in London. So it was okay. right before the game um, on Sunday, he was let go. Uh, pretty much his career is done. He's yes. toast. Uh, I and mean, If you look at it, Ray Rice never got another chance to take a snap. Um, Ray Rice sort of was kind of going on the decline. But Greg Hardy, I think, is a really good example of... Because um, Greg Hardy was a beast, and he was very dominant at the time when this was going on. Yep. And um, he got, I believe he was with Dallas for a year, um, but he's he doesn't have a contract. Nobody's touching him. He's radioactive at this point. And, I say rightly so. Yeah, I was going to say rightly so. Um, the Giants just decide to put their head in the sand on this. and After he, the
0: fact. I, Let, let's be very... I, and I, I just need to clarify that the Giants knew in 2013, 2014, 2015 that this guy had a series of problems. The other quick thing, and the reason why I'm being very careful and throwing a whole lot of shade at the NFL and the Giants, the NFL tried to use the chicken shit excuse Mm. of saying, well, the wife didn't uh, cooperate Uh, with our investigation. The victim of domestic violence they fucking blamed Whole, and oh. all of this came out during Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Yeah. Holy shit, NFL. Hustling backwards. Y'all ain't shit. Yeah. I. For me, and, and I'm going to tell you, I had my own personal protest against this. <laughs> Even though I am a hardcore, diehard Oakland Raiders fan, and the Raiders had nothing to do with this, I didn't actually watch any football last Sunday. Oh wow. This disgusted me to my <laughs> fucking core. Wow. It really did. Okay. And I, I mean, for those of you who don't there is never a week where I miss <laughs> some football. Right. Uh, we'll see what happens this Sunday, but I, I just couldn't stomach it. Yeah. I really couldn't. Go ahead.
1: It's going to be... It, no, you, you summed it up really well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, because this isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, at, uh, as time goes on, what came out. What it, what actually the NFL specifically knew and overlooked, and what was... What was uh, Brought fully to their attention and what they because now it seems to be now a bunch of finger pointing and well we didn't know notice we didn't get this in time. Police uh, are pretty now, clear though. Yeah, no, police are cl- very consistent
0: and clear. Yeah, on what they shared, which was it seems to be yes. everything. Go ahead. The, police us. don't
1: play and no. everything. You, you, you ain't gonna throw this on the police. You, you can be like, oh yeah, well can you keep this from that? No. Please don't play. Mm-mm. Someone wants a matter of record copy uh, for information purposes. This Is what it says on the paper. This is what it, and everything's well documented yep. at the uh, with the police department. And uh, ironically, uh, when the whole Ray Rice thing went down, um, I knew it was interesting because it was a, it was a casino. And what <laughs> yes. made it hysterical for me about that whole aspect of it was when the video did get out. I was like, the NFL didn't think this video was going to get out. No. And everything. Because normally, casinos are pretty good about not letting shit get out that's not supposed to. I mean, you got a multi-billion dollar business in a casino where you have all kinds of celebrities, famous people, high rollers that are doing stuff that they don't want to be seen. Exactly. They don't want people to know that they're there. They don't want people to know who they're with. Yes. And everything. And it got out because somebody sort of snuck it from the security team. It wasn't, oh, the CEO from uh, Trump Tower or the Borgata. Somebody wanted that TMZ money. Exactly. We all know it. And someone just took their phone, recorded it from the screen, and was like, you know what? I'm going to lose this job, but I'm going to get a nice little severance check from TMZ. Yeah. So. And I, rightly
0: so, because, you know, again, the NFL ain't shit on domestic violence. Yeah. The first video... Which we all saw for some reason. There were people doing mental backflips, thinking (laughs) because you don't see her going down. Would
1: she do before that? Yeah,
0: (laughs) all you saw in this—I mean, this is like hindsight being twenty-twenty. All you saw was Ray Rice dragging his unconscious girlfriend at the time out of the elevator, and people were like, "Well, you can't assume." (laughs) And I was like, "How dare you, (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker? You know, come on now, we weren't—we weren't stupid. But yeah. All is ugly. All is ugly with that. Um, I have to say, the other thing: some of these NFL fans ain't shit. You know, you you will easily have a a very vocal minority—not all NFL fans, but a very vocal uh, minority—giving death threats to Kaepernick. Oh yeah, and have no problem whatsoever with Josh Brown. Uh, Yeah,
1: women also. Yes, getting pissed. Yes, so pissed, so so distraught and upset. That Kaepernick's keeping his mouth shut and just taking a knee yep. during an anthem that was never televised up until 2009 yep. they, because they used to not even have the players out on the field. Yep. Um, but then they decided to make it all patriotic to promote enlistment into the armed service. Sure. And they, I mean, sports is so political yeah. and so forced patriotism down your throat. We need to have flybys over. We need to have. Which this they big, charge the military for? Yeah, we need to have this flag out here. We need to have troops showing this and cool. and, and, and etc. To make it one big commercial, and uh, you don't care about women getting beat.
0: None. You don't yeah. care one fucking bit. Yeah. Even to this during, day, during
1: Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, you know, breast cancer and domestic yeah, violence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't care about them getting punched and, and 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 face beat up and everything. But let's send this dude. Take a knee silently. You you want him lynched, you yes. burn in jerseys, yes. you enraged, you yes. saying you're not gonna watch football, you're done with it, this, that, you need a new football team, get out my face with that yep. fucking fake ass of, of being offended.
0: Not not that I'm defending this person for what he did, but he did pay the price for it. Um, the Vic protests, you know. Um, he did he Vic committed a crime, he did something illegal, he served his time. But there was incredible outrage. Oh, yes. Outrage that lingered for years. What I'm asking you today, Stitch, Mm -hmm. how much internet or uh, protests at games or anything of that sort have you seen about Josh Brown?
1: None. Okay. Absolutely none. Okay. And then, I mean, the Vic thing is hilarious because, I mean, I'm a dog person. I love dogs. Yes. And what Vic did was disgusting. Absolutely. um, He went to jail. Went to jail, served his time went for to jail, it. jail, served his time, and has done nothing remotely wrong at all. He's he's been straight and narrow since. Completely straight and narrow. He's done everything that was required of his probation, and went above and beyond for pet and animal
0: um, like causes yes. too. Yes. To, yes. to say donated- I'm a reformed, blah blah blah, yeah. and you should never do such and such to you. He some of that he didn't have to no, do. No,
1: he's done. He's donated money. He's gone out and spoke. And, yeah, he didn't have to do that, but he did. But, I mean, the way it works in America, uh, people care more about dogs than they do women.
0: Woo! Yeah,
1: I mean, if we're going to be real about it...
0: Let, the truth is in the pudding. Yeah.
1: You be, people have no problem... People have more of a problem with what Michael Vick did than seeing Ray Rice punch his wife. Yes. And everything. You saw somebody punching a dog, you saw somebody punching their a woman, and everything, and would be like... More outrage that the president punched the dog. That, that's Everything. what we're taking away from this. It, yeah. it really is, and it's it's in, ingrained in people's psyche, not just in on a human level, but in a obviously a business corporate level. If this is we're talking about suspensions and how the NFL is running their league, there it is. So.
0: The other one I, I want to put in uh, to the mix with NFL scandals is uh, Adrian Peterson the year yes. before last, yeah. um, who got in trouble for, uh, and I think appropriately so because it. it Either bordered on or by definition was, and I'm not a legal expert, child abuse. Right. Um, which is very distinct legally from a spanking. Right. Um, and uh, it was obviously of a very young child, not a nine or ten year old. Mm. Um, but in any event, he got you know suspended. And there was some uh, conflicted backlash and more, let me just say this, more media attention. Right. Both from you know the media spotlight itself, you know, because he's a star running back, I'll admit yeah. that, and also from just casual fans—not even Vi- of the Vikings, just casual football fans—being aware of this incident. Yeah. To date, the Josh Brown um, domestic violence ugliness, the story has no legs. It's it, what was it last week? Yeah. It feels like it from a media standpoint, it's already been forgotten in less than a week. It really has. Holy shit. They sort of moved on. What in the fuck? So, that that just. uh, Leaving that out there, that says something about sports and society that's chilling to me. Yeah. What the fuck? All right. On a a, a lighter note. (laughs) Yeah, go
1: ahead. uh, (laughs) Let's go. It is hilarious because I don't want us to call him my boy and everything, but I was uh, I had his back uh, earlier in the year in our preseason football cast. But Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah, your boy. (laughs) (laughs) And his his antics and everything. Jesus Christ. I find it hilarious. Um, (laughs) He's an amazing, for the football aspect, he's an amazing football player. Absolutely. He's a beast. Um, You can throw him... Top three, him, top three. Antonio Brown, Julio, throw him whatever order that you want, whatever preference that you like. He's Absolutely. an amazing uh, top tier wide receiver. These uh, antics are that, that I find are sort of funny, but um, thing going on with the kicking net. Um, them
0: proposing to the fucking net. Did you see that? The net. Uh,
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, hugging it out with it and everything. Throwing Eli under the bus? Yeah, the, the, the well, let, let's talk about the Giants, <laughs> their football team, for a second. I'm not nowhere near a Giant fan and everything, um, but I did live in New Jersey for a while, so I have a lot of friends that are Giants fans. So I do pay attention to what goes on with that team. It is Odell Beckham's team. Yes, you have Eli Manning, who is a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. He is not in charge. No, Odell is in charge. Just really quickly,
0: I wholeheartedly agree this would not happen in the Coughlin era. No. No, 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 no. That Sith Lord would not allow any any receiver, any running back, any player, any combination of players to think that they were running shit and to have antics that may cost the team a game. Or that would result in the team having to answer a whole lot of questions.
1: Yeah, Coughlin was, and it's sort of been notoriously known. He was a uh, very hard, hard nosed coach. Yeah, uh, I mean, even going he back to stray, to the Strahan days, and uh, it's been well documented. If you're if you're not if you're not early for a meeting, you're late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you people get fined. I remember during the it was during the first championship year the. Players were mad at Coffin. They didn't like how he was running the meetings and everything. Strahan spoke out against it. I remember and everything like, this is like just ridiculous. Showing up to meetings five minutes early, being told I'm late, and etc. And, and people didn't didn't get it. But he instilled that that discipline in the Hell team. Hell yeah! And uh, right now they have none. They have none. It's the Odell <laughs> Show. That coach is a wet, boy. Wet. <laughs> cardboard standout on the <laughs> sideline, doing nothing. Yeah. The, uh, the owner, um, I don't know what how hands-on the owner is, or if he calls shots, if he's one of those Jerry Jones types where he, he's trying to make moves and make coaching decisions like a Dan Snyder or anything. But um, Odell's by far and away the best person on the team. The team didn't no have doubt. Odell. They would essentially be in the same stratosphere as the 49ers, I believe.
0: And they're still in trouble. Yeah. they're The NFC East is... A challenging division. Yeah,
1: I believe they're right at five hundred, maybe four and three, somewhere something in like there. That. Um, but it's the Odell show. He's doing whatever he wants to do. I mean, going seventy-yard touchdowns on slants on twice, and it's a game. Go, it's not a game-winning touchdown. There's always a difference between a game-winning touchdown and a go-ahead touchdown. Yes, He's scoring a go-ahead touchdown with a minute thirty-three left on the clock. Is a a huge amount of time, especially in the NFL. uh, We just, people, people march down the the field in like 40 seconds, Yep. without a doubt. He's ripping off the helmet and everything. As soon as the helmet came off, I was like, oh God. 15 yards, right? That's 15. And he's just doing his hand. He's like, whatever, whatever. And going to the sideline, doing a show. And I'm just like, I can't, I cannot, I could not believe it. I was like, this is going to cost him 15. They still got to kick. Did they, did they forget they got to kick the ball off to the other team? It, it was it was an absolute mess, and it's hilarious. I love it because it makes me laugh, and I just want to see chaos. Yes, it,
0: it <laughs> chaos incarnate. Um, we gave Steph Curry, a NBA champion, some tough and fair criticism for not uh, basically keeping Draymond in check. Mm-hmm. Why is there no I don't know, uh, um, sentiment about Eli saying, hey, Odell, you know.
1: Eli's not a leader. Th- th- I mean. Eli is not a leader. He has rings by just, I mean, mainly by proxy. I mean, his defense is what won him the title uh, against the undefeated. And that undefeated. great catch. Yeah, the, and he Undefeated in uh, the, the game against the, the Patriots are undefeated. The defense I mean, arguably the best offense ever seen in the NFL, reduced to, I believe that score was 24 yep. 17 or something of that nature. Dismantled. Yeah. Uh, so he's got two rings, but he's, and he's not one of those people that are barking at Pey- Maning Peyton's a better leader than Eli by far. Um, he's not one of those chew your head off kind of people. He's always got that dumbfounded look on the sidelines. Sure does. Just do. You know what it is, though, with, with Eli.
0: If you take away, and I hate to do this, if you take away those two seasons, I think he's one of the most below average, just kind of whatever quarterbacks. I mean, just statistically, he's led the league in interceptions before. He's had one of the lowest quarterback ratings in the league before, but he's also won two Super Bowls. His defenders will always rely on he's got two rings, which is impressive. But will ignore seven to nine other years of mediocrity. Yeah, mediocracy.
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Eli. Philip mm. Rivers, besides the rings, if I put these stats in front of you, you you'll take Philip Rivers' stats. True, ten out of ten. True. Uh, Philip Rivers is by far and away a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Yep, that's the hard hard honest yeah. truth. But uh, someone needs to step up because the coach. The current coach right now sure doesn't seem to have a clue on what the fuck's going on. Exactly. Eli looks lost, and uh, they got nobody to... I mean, who, who's go, Who's your best player on defense is, what, Pierre Paul? Who's yeah. got three fingers on yeah, hand? exactly. And everything? Oh, you're going to get my face? Yeah. Uh, Mr. I like to light fireworks? Yeah, exactly. You're a dumb, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, get out of my face.
0: I think Eli's bored. I think Eli feels like he's done. He's won two rings. He's a... Going to be a New York legend forever. Because who else has won two Super Bowls in the New York metropolitan area? It's automatic. Um, He didn't have to do shit else. He could literally sit on his ass uh, forever and still be a legend. And so, you know, it it is what it is for Eli. I will tip my hat reluctantly and say um, uh,
1: Prescott over in Dallas. Dallas is doing some things. He's balling. That's going to be an interesting uh, situation when Tony comes back. Fuck Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Tony,
0: literally, and I, I don't. It's nothing personal. I don't have any skin in the game, you know, mm-hmm. um, with with, uh, with Tony Romo. But he's had his chances. I mean, come on, now. Yeah. He's had his chances. Brightest stage. He's he's had some good years, but he's choked a whole fucking lot, and he's not a spring chicken. No. Um, if Jerry Jones fucked this up, this run that they're currently on with this new young quarterback and this new young running back, rookie running back, Ezekiel, then he would be have the target on his. Yeah. Like, even bigger than it already is.
1: It's, it's interesting. That's another uh, storyline I, I can't wait to see develop. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, what else we got? Anything uh, uh,
0: parting or...
1: Not that I can really think of. The Um, the one
0: thing I do want to go into some more detail. Maybe we'll save it for next week. I apologize, Dirty uh, Dirty Stu asked a really good question about uh, NBA, uh, basically one game playoff versus uh, the the four game series. Yes, we touched upon it a little bit in Blacker than Black Times at Friday. I mean, do you want to jump into it, or Um,
1: we can sort of touch on it? I think a good it would be a good topic. Maybe we can try to get James. Oh, yeah. Um, on it. taking another opinion on it. Um, we did touch on it on Black and Black Times Infinity. I like the series aspect of it. I would think maybe a uh, best of five.
0: For all or just the first round like they used to?
1: Ugh. That's tough for me. I'd have to really think about that. Uh, I would for, uh, definitely for the finals, best of five Maybe oh, for the for the actual NBA finals. For the NBA finals, oh, wow. best of five would be fine by me, but that will never happen because the more games you have, the more money you bring it in. Truth. So I don't. That's a, a crazy pipe dream. Um, three seems really, really short. Um, best of three. I'm sorry. Best of uh, first to uh, wait a minute. How am I doing this? So, five. Best of five means you got to win three. Yeah. So in the lower ones, you would have to win two. So two of three. 10, yeah. One run. Um. Maybe in the first round, I wouldn't have a problem with a three-game series to make things a little exciting. I maybe would think about that, um, but then best five, best five. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, uh, let's, let's let's do this as a two-parter because I do want to get someone like James on on here too. I'll say this: I I think the outlier is football, as a, which is a very very different game. Right. Baseball, hockey, and basketball all have the same fucking format yeah. for the most part. Um, and best of seven series Well yes you're, You are looking at television ratings And all that other good stuff But you also have Some level of Both teams If they're evenly matched Getting three home games uh, Minimum three home games And you know One team getting A fourth home game yeah. um, Sometimes that matters In the playoffs Depending on the sport Depending on the teams Sometimes it doesn't um, But But there is a level in my mind of excitement when it comes to the adjustments that get made right. from one game to the next. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy that. Um I I but I also respect football for what it is. You can't effectively do a series in football. Um nah. you know, it's it's one of those games where you play once a week and the whole rest of the week is nothing but healing yeah. and practice. Pretty but, much yeah. You know, b- basketball isn't that way. Baseball isn't that way. Hockey isn't that way. Yeah. Um, all tough in their own uh, respects. Um, you know, for fighting or whatever, which is not a team sport. You know, yeah. you know, Completely you have different. You have your one and done, but there's a longer history of series. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you talk about the NBA uh, when they had their roots. You know, back in the early part of the 20th century, but baseball being you know a product of like the 1800s yeah you know it. there's a long history i want to get into that i think that we'll save some of that oh, yeah, for I'd the next some cast.
1: historical research and just have some some stuff we can cite yeah there's there's a lot to it yeah but um, i really did like that question i was it brought a smile to my face when it because it made me think absolutely um, no and i'm not fa- i'm not familiar with
0: How soccer does it, which is probably bigger in Dirty Stew's homeland of Scotland.
1: As far as I understand it's sort of like a tournament, uh, their season, I I guess you accumulate points, and then... But then they have
0: ties, too, so I don't know how the fuck that works. But um, I do like the NBA playoffs, and it goes on for about six to eight weeks, Mm -hmm. and it is a fun fucking time of year, and I don't want anything to fuck that up. I really don't. Yeah, I agree totally. All right, um, send us uh, some more Awesome questions that yes. are sports related at Beatham B T I. We'll try to get these out a little bit more. Oh yeah, yeah. Um I, I'm at at Cthulhu's Prodigy, C T H U L H U P R O D I G Y.
1: And I'm at Hey It's Stitch H E Y I T S S T I T C H on uh, Twitter. And uh, shoot us your your comments, your your thoughts, your opinions, if you agree, disagree, rate us on iTunes, uh, let us know what you think, what we can improve on, what you want to hear us talk about. Because, uh, I mean, we got we cover it all We're covering basketball, uh, football We got a lot of topics We, uh, If you want us to uh, throw some input Or read what you have to say on something On the Josh Brown situation you got your opinion on Derek Rose and this chick uh, Let us know Give us yeah, some absolutely. feedback uh, Email us or something And uh, we'll read what you got to say We'll give our input And uh, make your voice heard as well
0: By the way, Cubs are winning the World Series I'm going to say it right uh, now I'm, I'm willing to go there
1: I hate both cities It's back to the future time. (laughs) Go Cubbies. Yes.
0: Um, That's all we got. Um, But I'm going to say let's uh, get back in here in maybe two weeks. At the very most. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Right uh, on.
1: Head us back. Mamba out. Peace.